Okay, this is Chris with Brothers Speak Podcast, where we talk about black LGBT issues and topics. And I have several guests with me today, and we are discussing transgender. Everything you want to know about it, because I'll be honest with you, a lot of things I need to be educated on. So I want to make sure I bring in the experts. I have Miss Camille Meal, who is a transgender advocate. How are you doing, Camille? I'm great. How are you? All right, I'm doing perfect. And then we have also Miss Aisha Bailey, who is also a sex therapist. Also, hello, hello, everyone. All right, all right. And also, uh, some of you guys maybe remember the voice from previous podcasts, but we also have Miss Kashai, Mr. Kashai, uh, from Care Resources and SunServe. How you doing? I'm really happy to be here with you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much. Because I'm, I'll be honest with you, I've been trying to plan this for months to try to get to get to get somebody who can understand the transgender community and also educate, basically educate as much as possible the community. Because a lot of us, I'll be honest with you, we really don't know. Mm-hmm. I've come across a lot of people who've actually said, "Why are the transgender considered to be part of the LGBT community? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the whole purpose of this, and why we gotta actually carry them on?" And you know, I get it a lot more negative than I do anything positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to be able to let the community know as much as possible, all types of questions, no holds bar, and to the community. So, Miss Camille, yeah. All right. So, how long have you been? A transgender person. Well, that's another question. How do you refer? How do, what's the best way to refer mm-hmm. to somebody who is transgender? The best way to refer to someone it, um, that is transgender is it's it's kind of it's it's not tricky. It's basically what you see. So if I come to you and you see a woman with a wig on, or you see a guy with a shirt, a button-up shirt and jeans on and tennis shoes. He may have a backpack or he may have on a bomber jacket. Whatever it is, you address them by what you see. Now, I can politely correct you if I don't fit the bill, but if I'm coming to you and I'm probably noticeable transgender, don't automatically say he. That can get you cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, because that is, so basically that is completely offensive. Completely to, offensive okay. when you take it upon yourself and say, hello, sir, or you say, sir, if you're serving me or if you're in customer service and you complete, you could, you're constantly saying sir, or you're constantly saying she, and that is not what's physically in front of you again that will get you cut <laughs> <laughs> so fair warning that could get you cut that could yeah. get you cut. <laughs> cut now I mean now okay I mean because there's been a lot of questions that was even kind of racing through my mind even as I'm getting here I'm thinking to myself I even I made the mistake of calling somebody uh, uh, a girl a girl hey girl but be mindful you know, but you, well, like, be mindful. Like, if it slips and you immediately correct yourself, for me, that's a pass because this is new and we are now busting through the front door, like coming to the forefront. Right. This is new, but it's not too new where you can't quickly adapt. Okay, okay. So now it's kind of funny because uh, I did read there was an article there going transgender. That's been going back a much longer period, and particularly overseas in I believe um, England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to where that I think um, yeah, the, I don't know what I, I'm trying to remember what particular article it was but definitely it, it was automatically confronted in the early 1900s yeah. yes it was even earlier even than earlier than that do you yeah. know I, do you know President um, George Washington wore heels yes no he did not yes, he are did. you serious yes. heels were actually a man's fashion yes women were flat you threw me off with that one yes. <laughs> so, heels were in the male fashion That's, yes it was so okay, wow. Okay. And also, if you go back into uh, Indian history mm-hmm. in India, um, transgender people are featured in their text. Two spirit. Also, um, they're well, referred as two spirit. Two spirit would be Native American in mm-hmm. India. Oh it's yes, third gender. It's third gender, and this yes. includes yes. transgender, whether it's yes. male to female, female to male, or even intersex. intersex. And they're worshipped, correct, yes. for being third. Yeah, for, the and they're worshipped. They are. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, all right. You you threw me off with this one. Okay, they're considered to be a third gender. Third yes, gender. In India, yes. how, far did, how far back did this go? Hinduism is the one of the oldest, if not the oldest, religion. And this goes back centuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in our own American history, there was a woman who was actually a slave who used to service the men, even in our own American history. 
and she was prominent back in the 1800s, approximately 1836. And she was actually put on trial because she was discovered to have male genitalia. And she, her, one of her famous quotes is, I've been servicing men since the beginning of, of time. I am a woman. It doesn't matter what I have between my legs. And this was back in the 1836, in the 1800s area where slavery was still prominent. So when people say that this is a new thing, it's, it's just new. new to the public or they didn't want to acknowledge it. But trans people have been around since the beginning of time. So wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> the reason why it kind of throws me off is because people, the first thing they think about is the actual surgery process yes. itself. So, so they were totally wrong okay. with surgery. Um, I tell people, like, because I, when I facilitate small groups, I let them know, and I and I love to, I love to educate allies in the ignorant, if I can call them that. But you're ignorant in learning. Yes, <laughs> yes. But um, I like to, I like to let them know it's not what you see, because believe it or not, it's a lot of transgenders out there that are walking among us there, but they're just too scared to live their truth. That is true. I can see that. Some see of them that. actually go home and they take off their suit and tie and they walk around the house in a momo dress or in their favorite luxurious gown because they're in the confinements of their own home and they feel safe, but they're too scared because of all this bigotry and hatred that's going on outside. They're too scared to live their truth. Yes. And, and for good reasons. For good reasons. Yeah. For good for good reasons. And I I understand, but in this lifestyle, in the LGBTQ, LMNOP, all these other letters that add on, <laughs> in this lifestyle, it's it's a lifestyle for the tough. It's not for it the really weak. Is. It's it, for the tough. It really it's is. for the tough because um before when when I when I first transitioned, I didn't have a car to protect myself to try to find a close parking to park in front of wherever I was going so I can run in and run out. I had to walk my ass to the bus stop, walk my ass to the train, and then get there however I got there. So being being I'm tall, I'm a very tall individual, I had to per, I had to build that tough skin because I was gonna get the looks like what is it? Right, right, right. And you know, you have the ignorant that say, ain't no woman that tall. But it is. <laughs> but there are. You know, you're and you know, that. You're you even have some that are bold enough to ask you, like, are you a man or a woman? Mm-hmm. And then you have those that are trying to play it off and say, oh my God, your makeup is so beautiful. To try to clock your voice or something right. like that. Oh. So you have to know how to maneuver. Right, right. And like my dad would say, shuck and jive through the BS. You got to know how to shuck and jive through the BS to not get so offended because you will get offended on a daily basis by the looks or by the questions. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the LGBTQI and everything else in between, this this is a lifestyle for the tough. Okay. Okay. So, the question that comes to my mind is, number one, when did you discover within yourself that something's not right. I discovered something wasn't right a long, long time ago, and I'm 30 years old. So I discovered something wasn't right. Ooh, it's safe to say. I would say, I would say elementary. Yeah, I would say elementary because I noticed, and I think all of, I think all um, overly flamboyant. Um, gay men and even transgenders they did some of the stuff that I did that I did for instance I would I would always steal 10 paper clips from my teacher and put them on my fingers as nails mm-hmm. <laughs> that is kind of you know that is kind of I would steal 10 <laughs> paper clips and put them on my fingers as nails or what I would do, I would love to drink red juice because it would stain my lips and I had on lipstick. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's oh really creepy. Seriously. Wow. Seriously. She was I've, a diva too. <laughs> I know. I've, like, I've, I've, always been, I've always been soft. Like, not soft like, as in a pushover, but I've always been soft. Didn't want, Did not want to get dirty. Did not want to play sports. I was interested in other things. I was a young kid that enjoyed Golden Girls. We all, I think we all kind of enjoy Golden Girls. I enjoyed Golden Girls as a <laughs> that, child. That don't like, count. <laughs> no, I, I mean like in this literal aspect, like I knew all the characters and I knew everything. Yeah. Um, 
I enjoy being around my grandmother. If that's who raised my grandmother, mm-hmm. so I enjoy being around her. I enjoyed just being like in my head a girl. I would like I I knew for a while, but I started living my truth about. I would say five years ago, I started like physically living my truth because I was I was deprived of my truth because I had a mainstream job. Okay, and my okay. job was an influence on a certain population. I was servicing um, a low cognitive level population, so you know everything is fine line. Dot your eyes and cross your t's, and they and, and you know over on on that sector they think that population is very easily um, influenced but I learned a lot from them and I really learned that they have a mind of its own but moving forward that for for some time it that deprived me of living my truth I was always in between I was always I never really got haircuts if I got a haircut back then I would it would always have some type of flair and design to it so it was I was always in between so it was always a a catch-22 like dealing with me right so but like five years ago I was it was almost a new year so I told my Myself, when the clock strikes 12, I am going to bag up all of my male clothes and I'm going to throw them in the garbage. Wait, when did you decide this? When? Five years ago. Like, I just, oh, I just, I just wow. abruptly did. I was like, you know what? Because I, and to back up a little bit, I was just telling a friend, people always, um, the word try is a, is a, is a crutch word. Okay. So I always said, well, I'm going to try to do it this year. But I always find a reason to hold on to it. And if you look at the word T, the T is in the shape of a crutch. So I enabled enabled myself and I leaned on that word try for so long. So sometimes you just have to do it. So this year I just chose to do it. So I packed up all my male clothes and and when the clock struck 12, I threw away all all of my male clothes. But I almost relapsed. But something would not allow me to relapse because the neighbors had threw trash on top of my clothes. (laughs) (laughs) So I was screwed regardless because <laughs> this diva was not digging in the trash can. No. It, it, it was a wrap. Not with the Kool-Aid stain lips. I was not digging and that was a no-no. I was not digging in the trash can. And then when I did I did a quick poll around my around my family, I said, well, how would you feel if I tell you um, I wanted to live my life full-time as a girl? One of my brothers was like, what? I thought you already did. So I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I asked, um, I asked a couple of friends that was like, um, I was just waiting. It was about time because I always had my nails done. I always had my toes done. I always had a hairdo, but it was the only thing that was holding me back. I would, I wouldn't shave or I, I would look in between or I was always a drag queen doing shows so it was always I got a show I got a show I got a show which I did do shows a lot right. so but for me to wake up every day present myself as live myself as live my truth I was always on the I was always crippled by the word try mm, you know wow you know I think uh, actually words have power you're absolutely right on that for the word try personally for myself I had to kind of watch myself mm-hmm. too when it comes to actually saying that but in something like this to actually go full fledged with it First off, when you talked about employment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell me how has that been for you? This goes back to my my roots, my, my my roots as as religion and as being a spiritual individual, as believing in God. I would like to say I am the exception. I'm not the rule because if we go by the rule, everyone would turn me away from gotcha. employment. So I'm the I'm the exception. I feel I'm blessed enough to have God direct me in the right direction and not put me in any door that would be shut in my face. So luckily um, the times that I the doors that I did enter, I got the job. Wow. Nice. Luckily. Okay. Luckily. Which okay. is not which is like, like she said is she is the ex- exception and not the rule because if you don't know a lot of people who tr- identify as trans, they struggle with finding adequate employment finding adequate housing they're discriminated against um at the workplace which makes it hard for them to stay at the workplace 
um, they are disowned by their family members. And a lot of them may have to turn to other methods in just for survival. Mm-hmm. So it's, Now, psychologically, yes. I mean, what have you come across when you came across those who actually are making that process? I mean, is it something that, because I would, this is what I'm thinking. I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're coming, if you know within yourself that this is not right, this is not the body I'm supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. But yet, you're kind of seeing society is constantly telling you something's wrong with you. You're, mm-hmm. you're this. This is something that's, that completely goes against what God created, etc. Mm-hmm. All of those particular mm-hmm. things. Up. Stop talking. How, how? I mean, what is it? Shut up. It's, stop talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I agree, but from from my point of view as a therapist, I would say, for me, I teach in. Let's look at the word transgender first. Okay. Most people think it means male to female, female to male. Right. And it's just an umbrella term, trans, to go above, go go beyond, to transcend, to go across the binary of what gender is. A lot of people think gender is either one or two, blue or pink, boy or girl. Everything in life is on a spectrum, from sexuality to gender. So I may be somewhere on the spectrum. I may not fit the binary, the quote-unquote male or female Mm -hmm. or masculine or feminine. So where does that leave me? So as human beings, we want to be a part of the group. The group is family. The group is friends. And where we're not a part of the group, the group says, come, I'm going to love you. I'm going to accept you the way you are. But... You have to be a part of that binary. If you're too short, you're too tall, you're too loud, you're too soft-spoken, you're too flamboyant, you're too masculine, you can't fit in our group anymore. Right. right. So for, for me, a lot of the people that I do do therapy with, they, they're talking about, I, I've known all my life, three or four. Or there are many say, well, in middle school, I kind of, I thought I was gay. I thought I was bisexual. I, th- I didn't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know the difference between gender and, and sexual sexuality. sexuality. It's two different And it get confused. Like yes. LGB, when you think about LGB, sexual, sexual attraction is who I see in my eyes. So if I look, and it may not be male or female, it may be I'm attracted to masculinity. Just so happen this female person it's very masculine right. and I'm attracted to that. Trans, on the other hand, is what's in my brain. In your How mental. I mm-hmm. identify in my head. It has nothing to do with the penis, has nothing no. to do with the vagina, because that is something that when we come out of the womb, the doctor says, You have a boy based off of the genitals. Right. But what happens in the case of an intersex person? What happens right. with, exactly. with ambiguous genitalia? All of that is under the umbrella term of what yeah. transgender means. Right. So for me, and I may just be differently, and I'm and I'm hoping other people will open their eyes. It's not a disease. It's nothing wrong with them psychologically. What happens is that society is wrong about who they are. Yes. So they try to conform so much where they suffer from suicidal thoughts. They suffer from depression. They they dip and dab in substance abuse all because they cannot be who they are. So a lot of times for me psychologically and when we look at the DSM five, we have some diagnoses in there such as gender dysphoria, which has certain criteria. We have also um, things about transvestic disorders that's in the the, or fetish. So all these different things. So when people get that. And they have this, oh, there must be something wrong with me. And my first thing is I tell them there's nothing wrong with you. It's wrong the way that people view you and how they view you. And just to add to that, um, because so much of my work is with the youth, Mm -hmm. they've really opened up my mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, I told you all before, I have a cousin who is my mother's age, transgender, Mm -hmm. um, transitioned in the 1970s. Um, accepted by our family it's never Mm -hmm. been an issue Mm -hmm. Um, but growing up there was always just the notion that like you said transgender is just female you know um, a male to female transition Mm -hmm. but there's also very much many male um, female to male transitions there's also uh, people who like to cross dress they may not necessarily want to transition surgically or 
they just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, there's also people who identify as non-binary, mm-hmm. um, non-gender conforming. Or gender there's, fluid. Or gender, gender fluid. fluid. Yes. Exactly. Fluid. There are so many dimensions and complexities. You just like sexuality. <laughs> no, but just like sexuality. Yeah, but here's you the thing. The only, the, only <laughs> parallel, the only parallel that gender identity and sexual identity have is the diversity and the complexity. Yes. Because between gay and straight, there is bisexual, and bisexual refers to being attracted to male and female, masculine, feminine, but there's also pansexual. Pansexual Mm -hmm. isn't just a male, female, masculine, feminine. It can cross carry over everything. It can carry over everything. everything. It's it's expansive. Pansexual is expansive. There's people who are mostly heterosexual, mostly homosexual. Same thing with transgender individuals. There are some who want to transition, um, because they don't necessarily feel comfortable with the sex that they were assigned to at birth. There are some people who really enjoy the feeling of dressing up as another gender. For instance, drag queens. A lot of drag queens are not necessarily going to transition. They are whatever gender they are, and they enjoy, for entertainment purposes, dressing up. Because it's a show. It's entertainment. And a lot of people... That is confusing for a lot of people, but there are also transgender people who do drag, and also it's fine, and it's great, and I'm it's wonderful. One of them that still entertain. It's, it's it's entertainment. Entertainment. Um, a lot of them take it's a check. Off. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them. A lot of them. You know, remove their makeup and take off their wig. But you know, for some for some people, a lot of times that's how they discover. Oh, okay, you know. I'm glad you said that because I do want to tackle that for just a second, Mm -hmm. okay? Because some people may say, by a lot of people may believe that that's the only place that you can get employment is if you're entertaining. Not true. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, I think this is my I statement. So if the viewers, yeah, you chew me out, okay? (laughs) That's all right. No one chews each other. Um, (laughs) I think. We allow the door to stay shut in our face. One door shut, we blame it on society, and we were like, oh, they don't want to hire me because of this and because of that and because of this. Honestly, for me, I got the jobs and my name or my, name or my gender wasn't even changed on my credentials. Oh, wow. Because I feel I was that forceful. I'm, I, I have the mindset, for me, I'm a force to be reckoned with. Uh, you're either going to give me the job or you're not going to give me the job. Right. But one way or another, you're going to read my resume and you're going to think about it. Right. Mm. So we allow the door to stay shut in our face instead of coming back. I would, for me, coming back and uh, reapplying again or keep or, or keep the keep it going. Right. Apply. Right. 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 Apply. Right. Apply. Don't stop there. Apply. Right. Mm-hmm. One way or another, somebody's going to respect it. That's true. They don't have to like it. Yes. You don't have to love me, but you're going to respect me. And you're going to respect me enough to say you're hired. You're going to respect me enough to say Mr. or Miss, whatever pronoun I um, I answer to. Mm-hmm. And we're going to respect each other enough. My check may say my birth name, but if I answer the phone, I'm going to say, hello, thank you for calling. Whatever, this is Camille speaking, and my name tag is going to say that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think a lot of it as well, I mean, if you look at, like, with youth and even a, a lot of the, the trans-identified people that I've worked with, mm-hmm. um, from your corporate CEO to your police officer, when I'm in a place, in an environment, 8 to 12 hours a day, and I am deciding to do the biological transition, and let's be clear about that, or what transition is. It doesn't necessarily mean that I have to have any surgery yeah, or not, whatever. Not at all. It surgery. can be very just mental, just right. living, like Camille yes, said, living my truth. That's that a, transition. a transition. So I'm on the job, I'm with this quote unquote family, and they are making it very hard. I may suffer from dysphoria, meaning. I'm looking at my body and something does not align or a lot of there are a lot of uh, trans folks that do not suffer from this right so when we when I know you've mentioned a lot of we hear is something is wrong with my body let's be clear a lot of nothing's wrong with their body a lot of people are very comfortable they're comfortable with their their chest they're comfortable with their genitalia it's just that I'm not able to live my truth okay so 
but and when you're you're married, you've been married, and you have to, of course, be a part of that group, and you're yes. expected mm-hmm. to be a male or female, I have to look at what am I losing? I may lose my wife. I may lose my home. I may lose my support system. I may gain a different support with a, a community, but I do have a lot of things that I may lose. I may lose my job in Florida being a no-fault state because we're in the state of Florida. Yeah. They can fire me for quote-unquote anything True. and not and not say that it's because of that. A lot of people have been fortunate. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not fortunate. Mm-hmm. But I think like Camille said, don't give up. Right. Somebody right. is going to hire you. You don't, somebody is going to see you and accept you for who you are and I think that's the biggest thing for the community is coming together and creating jobs for people to yes. feel so they can be whoever they want to be which is my model and they can feel safe and comfortable and not feel like they have to live in disguise at work because it's hard to perform on a job when you're not living your truth. Now no. when you now when so you true. say coming together Mm-hmm. Is the community really coming together? For no. Well, which community? Are which which community? Yeah. Okay, no. All there right. are, there okay, are, there sorry. are, there is it. I mean, because that word is overused. And, and loosely. And, 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 it's, and it's used loosely because the thing is, um, we're all individuals at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And we all have individual lives to live. Um, and then I guess when we come together, the greater, I guess the greater community when we come together... It's very, it's very, I, I love the word complex. Don't like the word community too much, but I love the word complex. It is very complex because there's just so many, um, oh gosh, what's the, what is the word? Um, so many avenues. There's so many the, different avenues, yeah. yes, that yes. people have to go through um, when dealing, when just being themselves, you know, um, like if a transgender person was also a person of color, yes. there's a lot of different yes. obstacles and issues that come with it. Um, it's like section, section, what is that word I'm trying Intersex. to Intersex. Intersectionality. There you go. Yeah. There's so much of that that you go into. And there are some people who are of color that are cisgender, and that is a person who uh, was, is identifies as the gender they were born with there are many cisgender people who do not feel who are gay but do not feel comfortable in the gay community mm-hmm. you know um likewise with transgender people i know that there are a lot of transgender people who only feel comfortable with certain crowds mm-hmm. and really? may not or may not even want to be part of the lgbt community a lot of them want to blend or or be not stealth. even that the lgbt community has become Heterophobic because yes, they've yes, been yes. Asked there, they they've been cast aside, they've been shunned away, the yes. door has been shut in their face. For so now the heterosexual is homophobic. So now the hom- the homo um the homosexuals are now heterophobic. heterophobic. So now they now they have created because we're creatures of habit. You don't like me, I don't like you. You want to fight me, I want to fight you. When there's really no when there's really no hostility or no malice between us, you just don't like the way I act. You don't like because you don't like the fact that I'm a male and I carry a purse. You don't like the fact that this 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 woman who feels as if she's a man so right now she's stuck in the she's stuck in the butch of the stud stage. So now she wants to go further. She wants to pursue, yes. but she's stuck right there because okay I got the okay from the heterosexual community so I'm gonna stay right here and you're comfortable staying right here but believe it or not it's a lot of studs that would desire to go further think about it cut their hair no I never actually got they actually have hair growing for their face and stuff like that I know there's a lot of tomboys out there and I know that there's a lot of and women have we ever asked those tomboys are they stuck right I've never yeah I've never asked them and I, and I think, no. too, like, when we, oh. we talk about a community, we we need to look at, again, a lot of people are uneducated about what it means to be LGB and what it means to be trans. Yes, so if I'm uneducated about any topic, what am I supporting? So I think that's why it's very True. important, especially in the black community, especially with people of color, it's like a triple whammy. Not oh, only am yeah. I black, oh, my I'm God. trans. They, I'm stereotyped by the I'm like right. oh, and then I, I, then I happen to be a woman angle. right so then it's like from every angle I'm getting everywhere but if it's like that the LGB is fighting for one thing transgender people are fighting for another intersex people may be fighting another people of color are fighting for another so we're all fighting 
each other because we all want our basic human mm-hmm. right. So right. I think a lot of times when we talk about community, we need to be like even like other therapists ask, but why would you want to work with this type of population? And I always go back, why wouldn't I? That's and they you're doing never, your job. They I mean, never can answer me. Like, yeah. what wouldn't possess me? And I'm like, well, that's like asking, why would you want to work with kids? Or why would you yeah. want to work with adults? They're people. Right. Because think about it. We are kind of fighting for different things. Um, yeah, the other day. Okay. Yeah. We're fighting for different things, but were we, were the, was the L not kicked out of their house? Mm. Was the G not yes. kicked out of their house? Yes. Was the B not kicked things. out of their house? Yes. Was the T not kicked out of their house yes. or cast things aside? So, so we have so much in common, for, but for someone to say, why is the T involved in LGBT? You're a damn fool because we all fight in the same fight of equality. Yes. Right, right. We're all fighting. So if nothing binds us together, Equality and the fight for freedom should be the glue that mends us together because we all serve the same fight. Yeah. We have we have L's L's and L G's and the B's and the T's. They've all been killed. Yes, right. So yes, that's true. The L the G's and the B's and the T's. They all been cast aside for employment. Yeah. Right. Lesbians are homeless. Unemployed, gays are homeless and unemployed. Yes. Bisexuals are homeless and unemployed. Transgender, are, transgenders are homeless and unemployed. So if that cannot alone bind us together, we're not a community. Mm. We're not a rainbow because it's not all rainbows to, for for you to want to cast someone aside. We're not a rainbow, and that and you know that goes show is so much hatred out there that's being put on us. We're bringing, we're we actually are. bringing it, it inside. It reflects, yeah, it reflects because the other day, um, you know, I said somebody, someone was frustrated because they are transitioning mm-hmm. and they get misgendered at work. Cuss their um, ass out. Yeah, of course, that's what I said. Actually, that's actually what I said. But um, no, but someone, well, someone, someone brought up that okay. It's probably because you are presenting in one way as your in a different way as your name would stereotypically be. So why did the job why why is the job not respecting them enough to yes. to at least put if, if they if they if they're Victor say yes. call so, okay Vicky exactly. what what do you want to be called as long as your documents. Are in line for and for right. W two purposes, audit purposes, and whatever. It percent. should not matter. It well, no, they should be addressed the way as they look. Now, wait a minute. Now, are. the next question that comes to my mind is this: If you actually started off in that same job as one way, and people aren't, they have habits, mm-hmm. and oh, for them, this question. it's yes, also it a process of watching it in real life in front of themselves. Yeah. So they okay. don't know how to really address it. They don't know how to. It's like okay. They, they don't know whether or not to really. Con- a lot of people really don't know how to continue conversation job. with right. the same person. Right. right, and that's where I blame the job. All everything, everybody from a janitor to the they to the to protected. the president, they should undergo a competency training because if every everything we, we do, we all we're, we're all in customer service from uh, the the mail courier, the newspaper boy to the hospital, everything in between. You are in customer service, and some job way form enough, we service someone, right? And right. we're going to encounter some. One. So mm-hmm. therefore, every job in America, and I stand firm on this, should undergo a competency training on how to address different individuals. Yes. Maybe um, certain religions want to be referred to as sister and brother. Right. If they say call me brother or something, call them that. I agree. Right. Yeah. Right. If you have someone that's in front of you and they want to be, I'll use my last name, Miss Lewis. Damn it, you better call me Miss Lewis. If you don't, that will get you cut. <laughs> yeah. I think the also problem, like going back to what you said, Chris, is like when they start off. Let's say I'm at a job and I start off as female and I'm making the transition. In my mind, as a therapist, I go back to a lot of people don't simply understand that's what the training and they are in. too scared to ask yes they are too that. they don't want to offend some may don't want to offend right. some it goes against my beliefs I and then others I don't even want to understand so like Camille said with the competency training getting people who are competent mm-hmm. enough but also even with all the training you have to have an open mind and be able to have your mind expand past mm-hmm. 
of what societal norms are. Right. If you you can go through a training all day long, if you walk out that training to go, I'm still stuck on what the binary is. I see male or female. Yeah. I whatever derogatory term they may say, it, it's not enough. I think for me, it's like sometimes I see for myself people don't want to understand. Right? Yeah. It's, it's they, they are they afraid to uh, are they afraid to research and find mm-hmm. out? Everything is a learning process. Right. And I tell people, okay. You discriminate against me because I'm transgender. Where do you work? Oh, fast food. I'm sorry. I don't talk to people Ooh, that work in yes. fast food. Uh, you see how I just, uh, just uh, that quick, I just discriminate against you because that's how you make your money. That's how you work in fast food. I just, I decide to live my life wearing pearls and, and wigs and getting my hair done. I enjoy that. So let's not play the back and forth game because I promise you I will win. Yeah. But it's so easy to be ignorant because it really this this is this is it's so easy and it's so easy to stay in your comfort zone right. and live in oblivion um, because this is something that's really come up a lot and this this word privilege right. has been used so often. Yeah. I never realized that I have a privilege. I, I thought as a person of color, yeah. you know, I don't. I I as a cisgender person, I am a, I was assigned male at birth. I identify as male. I've do not want to be female. That is a you privilege. You don't know what you missing. I, I respect. I, am a, I, I respect the female gender. No, I do respect the female gender, and I am a feminist. Mm-hmm. But that is a privilege. Yes. And we never realize it. We yes. have never realized it. But someone who, in society's mind, goes against what nature gave them or what God gave them, they are walking in fire. Because people are so stuck on physically right. what's going on with them. And a lot of times, you know, like with the DL men and with trade, they just bush it up and they can be as masculine. Sexuality isn't on their face. Right. You don't really sure. tell it. With I, a lot of that's women. That's a whole other talk show. With women, you know, women are very, you know, affectionate with each other. So people think nothing of it. But, and that's to do with sexuality. So with sexuality, a lot of times you can bush it up or fem it up. And do you know what that comes from? What? That comes from our families. It does. Because our moms and our dads told us men go with women, women go with men. There's nothing in between. There is a, for me, again, my high statement, my personal opinion, I feel there's a small handful of families that say people are people. Love who you yes. love. It's, it's a it's it's a it's a no, very small handful of people that yeah. say men don't go with men. That's nasty. Uh, or excuse me, them punks, them faggots, them this, them that, them dykes, them butchers, and all that stuff that use derogative terms towards people who love who yeah. they love. For me, again, like I said, I feel that is a small portion, a small map of families, a small bowl of full of families that lets that teaches you love is love. That's right. true. It really is true. Love yeah. is it love. Is we, we're so, excuse me, we're so brain fucked on what our family taught no, us. We're brainwashed. We're brainwashed on what, wow. on what our family condition. taught us. Yeah. And, and now it has it has bled from them, just like prejudice. I, the, the, the whites taught their children to hate, and, and, and they taught their children to hate. Then they're taught, who's going to break this? Who's going to break the cycle? Who's going to break the cycle and be like, you know what? You're not my maid. You're my friend. Mm. Who's going to break the cycle and say, Mom, I love him. Mm-hmm. I've been dating her for so long, but she does nothing for me. But when I'm with him, I get butterflies. Like, Mom, I love him. But why are you dating her? Because my mom said. Because of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. My mom <laughs> said. My parents said. Or yes. it's even go back to the to the economical purposes. Okay, if I look, if I come out as gay. I gotta pay for college by myself. If I come out as gay, this is true. That's very true. If I come out as gay, I don't have this car no more. If I come out as gay, this credit card is cut in half. Well, well, that's one uh, one particular podcast we actually did discuss in terms of how black gay men are raised versus how uh, white gay men are raised. Yeah, and usually black gay men, the response from parents when we actually find that's one of the reasons why they, I believe, they actually go to church because they're preparing them for real life versus pressure. But versus white. 
that's actually you get to go to a band camp. You get to right. go to all these other and creative that's camps. That's where you find your band at that band camp. And you know what I think it is? I think I think especially in the black community, a lot of families I hear from a lot of families is we already have a lot of struggles to add on um, and to add on that you're gay or to add on that you're trans too. It's like we are ready, and then you're going to add on. And I hear that from and, a lot. Now, and, that is, and that's and what you got, know, because usually that. that's, yeah. what, that's the statistic that. that we pulled up. The basically, you are black, so therefore now you're now you're black. You already you already you gay, and now you're black. Great. Great. What else? And you know now? what? I right. would like to interject again. This is Camille Big Mouth speaking. Yes, so what? Sue me. Black families are the most hypocritical families in the world. Ooh. And you want to know why I say that? Tell me why. Because it's okay for Miss Sissy, so Miss Sissy Charles to do my hair. Huh. But if my son want to be gay, you want to kick me out. Why is a gay man doing your hair? Why are you endorsing a gay man? Why are you feeding into his business? It's accessory and it it's is It's hypocritical. Because parent, if you don't want to be dealt up with gay, don't be dealt up with gay at all. Right. Don't go to no gay establishment and get your hair done. Don't have no don't have don't don't go don't even sing up under the directions of a gay choir a choir master. Don't do it. If you don't want nothing to do with gay, don't affiliate with gay, period point blank. You better go to an all women's beauty salon that ain't nothing but women doing hair. You better go where, where sister so-and-so is married to brother so-and-so and she is directing the choir. I think that is the most hypocritical, excuse me, shit we can deal with as black families. I think, you know, and it goes back to what you said, association. It's all about if I have a son or a daughter, I when I, when I give birth to this child, I've already made up in my mind who they're going to be. They're going to get married. They're going to have a, a 2.5 kids, a dog mm-hmm. named And that's Zeta, what you get from pre In a, a, a bank account. That's what you, you know get what I mean? from pre-planning. And, and we, but we have that. We have that as no, people. We have these expectations. So when our kids don't meet that expectation, then it goes back to what did I do wrong as a parent? They make it about them. Where did I go wrong? I'm worried about my neighbor saying something about me and it's never about that person. It's always about the projection that we put on our kids, our loved ones, our loved ones. What did I do? Where did I go? And I hear this all the time in therapy. Where did I go wrong? Aisha, where did this come from? And now they're telling me all the signs. Well, I remember the time I brought home a big pink Barbie car and (laughs) she hated it. And she painted it black and put the, try to put these big old wheels on it and had a do-rag on and then painted a mustache. But I don't know. Where did I go wrong? Do you think I got too many hormones? Do you think? And they, they, they I mean, I've heard everything from exposure to radiation. I've heard um, exposure to. I was exposed. I heard if if, if you if you if you if you Uh, come if you find yourself. And you are of teen, or if you're younger, the parents say, "Who touched you? Who touched you? That's a big who one. touched you." Who and that is related to they say who that whether you? it's whether it's your sexual orientation or gender identity, or gender identity, or gender like identity. come out to them as who touched trans you. Somebody molested Somebody molested you. Were they a victim of sexual? Nope. And let me tell you, I know a lot of therapists out there that works with kids, and they say they're you know gay men, and they're. But let me tell you, that's not what I see. I see people who come in there and no sexual trauma in, in their or even very good families, very good homes. Um, you know, the, like I said, the white picket fence with the dog named Skeeter. That's what you so get for pre It's the, <laughs> yeah. but again, it's ingrained in us, yes, right? It is. Yes, it is. It's, it's very pressure. ingrained. It's, it's pressure. It's, it's pressure, pressure from outside. It's yeah. pressure from families. It's pressure of I'm a parent, and again, that is ingrained in me. The binary. What does the binary do? Exactly. We get our homes. We're homeowners. We have good jobs. We our kids have American to dream. The American dream. Because we yeah. we there's a lot of pressure on all of us, right? Whether um, no matter who we are, to kind of continue the cycle, continue tradition, right. like break it. Right. And I think so a lot of I times, broke it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the I thing. Think a lot of people are breaking. That's it. the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. all breaking it because there's only so much one can take. Right. Like for me personally, I I was told that I was too feminine as a child. Mm. And, me too. Um, yeah, and it was mostly it was mostly it was mostly black 
black boys. white boys right, right. so they oh, yeah. they were just putting on me a reflection of the environment they come from well yeah so, I mean you're, you're going up black the first thing is especially if you have a voice that's a little bit high yeah uh, you know your uncle will punch you yeah. in the chest put some bass yes. in your voice yes. Yes. you'll and get that sexism. you'll get that that yes. is sexism and, and don't get me wrong I get it till this yes. day are you sure you gay? And, and I, you really? Know, I get it. I get yeah. it. And, and so that's I would question you too, Chris. I, I <laughs> no, I've got, I, I got it today. I got I, it today. I would question you. I got it today. Yeah, but because you, and you know why they question you? Because you're not the typical quote unquote typical gay. You're not flamboyant. You don't have no twist in your walk. Your clothes not fitted tight. And that is what they feel is the typical gay. They're they're shocked when they see a mask man just so happened loves the company exactly. of a man. You're flabbergasted. You think this is like, oh my God, sci-fi channel. Because they're conditioned <laughs> to think that they're conditioned to think that all same gender loving males are feminine. And because that is the stereotype, a lot of heterosexual people look down on us because femininity is allegedly just meant for women. Women are not supposed to be masculine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Women are not supposed to be tomboys. Men are not supposed to be hugging each other. Men are not supposed to cry. There's so many things we're not supposed to do. So imagine when someone says that I am transgender and they decide to live in their truth, they're really shaking their whole belief system. And and it's very cultural too. I yeah. just I recently came back from Hong Kong and I, I like to people watch. And while I was there I saw men walking down the street hug arm in arm with one another. That. I'm about to go not, and not, yeah. not, not <laughs> in a way, not no, in a sexual not way, but just this affection. is my buddy. Affection. I'm showing affection to my buddy. I mean, I, even as a black, I got more a lot of stares from a lot of the older um, um, elders there. But as far as anything else, I mean, you saw two women holding hands. You saw that. You saw it embrace it. And nobody even batted an eye. And then I got back to the States. I was like, oh, boy, I need to go back to Hong Kong. Like this, wow. is, It was really an eye-opener to me to see how far, how far we are. We are really behind the times. Yeah. If you go to Thailand, they have ladyboys. Yeah. They've been in existence since forever. They use the male restroom. No one bets an eye. They're, they're a part of the community. It's not saying that they don't face discrimination. They do. I just say in the Welsh culture, I my my family Caribbean culture. It's a death sentence if you're gay, lesbian. Oh, God forbid you're trans. It's becoming a little bit more. More people are starting yeah. to come out. But if you um, watch a documentary they have about trans um, individuals in Jamaica they actually live in squalor they live in the gutter a lot of them live in the gully because it's 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 not about whether it's about safety it means if someone found found out who I am I'm going to lose my life it's that that serious so I think a lot of times we Again, it's this cultural pressure, whether it's religion, a lot of Bible thumpers out here. Oh, it goes, God. God I just want them to get up out of that. Oh, no, you know what? I just want, and that, that, is a, that is a heated subject yes. to me. I mean, that's another podcast. <laughs> I, just, but I will briefly say, I just want them to get up out of that Old Testament. You have, you have them Old Testament believers that still thought it was okay to stone people and, who, and still yeah. thought it was okay for do all that other stuff. And let, let, let's get Let's let's step into the new. The New Testament is is steadily every day walking us in the new age right now. So why can't we as Bible thumpers walk in the new? I gotta ask this question. Being the fact that the the walk that you have been walking in your life, Mm -hmm. have your beliefs have been changed in any Mm. way? Mm. Beliefs in what? Beliefs in religion. Believes in your customs. No, 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 really? no, 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 no. I still believe in that man because you want to know why I was raised up in a very religious household. My father was actually a pastor. Hmm. I am a PK with my grandfather. I am a PGK. Um, and it's a part in the Bible. It clearly states us when you. Um, I'm paraphrasing. When you instill the word of God in a, in a child or in someone, no matter where they stray, they can't depart from the word of God. So I've always kept that in me that no matter what I do, 
I'm loved by God because a little bit about me, my biological father was um, was was addicted to drugs. Okay. And my and I and when I think back, my grandmother who raised me, who was so real and so statue, I just bust out a smile when I think of her. She was so regal and so statue tall, just like me. She never turned away from her son. No matter all the wrong that he did, she never turned away. And she always instilled in him that I love you and God loves you. So in, in her passing, my father, my grandfather, he took the torch and he continued to raise me. He continued to condition me in the Bible and in the church. And he didn't force it down my throat. He allowed me to develop my own relationship yes. with God. Yes. And I appreciate him for that. Yes. And I found for myself, no matter where I stray or no matter where I go, I still have the love of God. So for the people in the church to sit there and look at you with their nose up in the air for people to judge you and tell you that you're going to hell first of all you've committed a sin you are judging me mm. right. Yes. Right. Right. so if I want to be petty ma'am did you cut your hair into that bob do you not know that your hair is your virtue and you should not cut your hair are those pierced ears are you defaming God's temple is that a, a tattoo on your ankle wow. mm. Come on, true. Speak. True. I just saw you at the fish market. You was eating crabs. So I could be again. I can be twice as petty, yeah. and I would win. Only thing I'm doing, actually, thou shalt not lie. I'm living my truth. Mm. Yes, true. we have That's to true. talk about that. That's true. Yeah. We have to, and that I'm living my truth. Yeah. Right. 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 But I think, and I think, yeah. like I tell people, everyone is a book. Everyone is a book. God is writing in my book right now. He wrote this, that I will be doing this podcast, and I'll be speaking to the nation. Mm. He wrote this. And he wrote everything in it. Somebody said, oh, I don't believe that, and this, that, and the other. That ain't nothing but the work of the devil. No, God wrote me. He, crea- he, cre- he created me in his image. I tell people, when God made me, he had a sense of humor. He was feeling funny that day. Like, I'm finna, I'm finna put a little bit of this, I'm put a little bit of that, this put a little bit of this. This, this was, was not right. by far. Not I accident. was not an accident. Not an my transgender brothers and sisters that's listening, and my LGBT community that's listening, you are not an accident. Hello. You were meant to be. Now, guess what? Find your meant to be and find your will. And you can still hold on to whatever religion or whatever spirituality you want. And I think a lot of times when we think about it, it, a lot of people say it goes against my the beliefs of the family. And I always ask them, well, what do you believe? Of the family. Do you believe the Bible? You're of a the family. Yeah. Do you believe that you were just created to live? A life of lot like doesn't even make sense, and it makes them wonder. But because they're so again so ingrained Mm -hmm. that if something doesn't align, you must be defective. Right? Yeah, like you must be defective. How many people are not living in their truth? Like how many people are so frightened and they're so frustrated because they have to put on a facade? Exactly. Every day. It's every day. It's one of the most oppressive things. And it's one of the most cruel things mm-hmm. to not be able to really exactly. That's why I say this is for the tough. To, this is for the tough. Yeah. I tell people all the time: only we only show about ten percent of who we really are. We have a work personality. Huh. We huh. have a family personality. We have a friend personality. We have a self personality, oh, wow. and we don't. Sometimes we don't want the uh, these other personalities to meet each other, right. and not in all the therapists out there. If you happen to be listening, not. Like, um, you know, specifically like that or not, you know, just like just metaphorically. And we have these different personalities and we only show 10 percent of who we are. Why? Because the rest is hidden because of fear of rejection, a fear that the group is not going to accept me anymore. Oh, my gosh. If they found out what I did, um, if they found out what I was into my family, I will lose everything. So a lot of times, again, when people don't live their truth, it could be. I am having multiple affairs. That's not living, and, and my wife or my husband does not know. I have an, an extra kid or two on the side. That's I'm a shoplifter. I'm into kink, and that's a whole. That's Chris. That's a whole other. Oh, podcast. that's yeah. we'll, we'll touch on now. We'll t- I mean, I mean, Coming it's to- a whole. It's a whole. It's so. It's all these things, and when you go back 
to living your truth. It's it's for me from point of view where I see people here in my office. It's very hard because it means you have to give up something. And you mm. may have to give up the version of what people expect you to be. Now, it's kind of funny you say that. Because Confederate gave up. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, his thing yeah. now, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's easy for someone who's been living in that right. that, 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 that thick skin for some it long is. time. It is. But, but you got to get your support system. But, well, you know, it's kind of funny because if I am in, say, Timbuktu, Alabama, not of a, a, a major population, not mm-hmm. a populated mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. not like Miami, not like Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. not like uh, L.A., not like New York. Mm-hmm. You are in a very rural area with limited resources. Mm-hmm. And you're going through the same exact trials as a Camille. Mm-hmm. Now, thank you very much. Now, when it comes down to, one, the community, you have to deal with it because now the resources are limited. Very much But so. now... Finding love. Yes. Finding love. Yeah. How is that? It's Call it's it's but you Ooh. know what? It's it's difficult. It's what? difficult because I see a lot of people. Um, I see I see a lot of people from different states. Um, when I'm doing just like consultations for HRT, and especially in rural areas where yeah. the doctor owns the bank, and it's exactly. also the first lady. Really. Of the church, oh, yeah, yeah oh, it's, it's, yes. very, it's very, very small, or even even in internationally, where I'm uh, a citizen, or I, I live in Egypt, and they just don't accept it and whatsoever, and I may need to seek a, asylum in the U.S. A lot of people so it's like it's very hard. I wish everybody could be the Camille Lewis, yeah. you know, and and build up that barrier where. No matter what happens, I'm going to live my truth. Right. And so people t- tend to back away from Camille because right. she's, no matter what, she's going to live her truth. And that's why I say, all ass. Yeah, but it's very hard <laughs> when you don't have any money. Yeah. You live in a rural area. You may not have skills. You may not have the educational backing. So you don't know. You're even scared to even be who you are because you're just so conflicted with it. I don't even know. And that's the people I see. I see those people where I'm in this area and my other coping skills that I use, it's not working for me. And I'm in crisis. Aisha, what do I do? Right. So it's right. that tapping into outside resources where people can come and kind of come in. Like they're even seeking th- therapists are minimal up there. So they seek outside <clears throat> resources for therapy. That's true. Um, financial assistance. They may, some of them may not even know how to read or write. Many of them have never even wrote a resume. Um, there are others who, my whole life is here. My family owns a farm here. Right. I don't even know how to do anything else. What do right. you mean use a computer? Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, so realistically, a lot of times there are a lot of barriers and factors that kind of affect that. Yes. And they always say, I want to try and move away. Again, you're leaning on that T, which is in the form of a crutch. Sometimes, and this is where it kicks back into my spiritual belief. I moved away from Tampa um, 10 years ago. Mm. I moved away abruptly. My family did not know where I was for a full entire year. My mother was about, when I popped up, she was like, I'm glad you popped up because in another month or so, I was about to put an all points bulletin out on you. Um, In my move, I began to find myself. And oftentimes, we're in that box of our city, of our state, and we're reminded of what our family have imposed on us. So that's why I say haul ass, because if you're in a new box, there's new corners in that box. You can find yourself because everything in you around you is now an open canvas, painted whatever you want it to be. I would advise anyone, anyone out there that that have the resources or don't have the resources. Like I said, I steps back into my spiritual. You have to step out on faith and stop trying and just do it. You don't. You will be amazed what's beyond that's waiting on you. What's out there for you. Hence the word trans. Beyond. Beyond. You'll be amazed. And oftentimes, please keep in mind, my sisters and brothers, bloodline does not make you 
family. Yes. Bloodline does not make you family. One more time. Bloodline does not make you family. You will find that your friends or your adopted lifestyle mother would it would help you get on HRT, would guide you and will let you be you faster than your family. It's sad but true. Do I want it? Yes. Do I need to find myself? Yes. Or am I going to sit and lay in misery? They have mm. to get to the point where they can live their truth because a lot of people are not ready for that. And I think individually... Right individually for people it's if you can find the courage to start living in your truth and not focus on what you're going to be losing but what you're going to be gaining it it, it can be amazing and this concludes part one of our conversation with transgender this is a brother speed podcast where we talk about black lgbt issues and topics and stay tuned for part two coming up real soon i am your host chris have a great night